Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Political neutrality. Not with Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. You know, you really have to admire the Democrats. Just for sheer audacity, chutzpah, cojones, whatever you want to call it. They have no shame. They have absolutely no shame whatsoever. They will tell the most outlandish lies and get in your face if you challenge their lies. Pamela, just now, saying that you expect more integrity from a special prosecutor? You mean like Robert Mueller? who was basically doing the fibidibi himself when he presented his report that he had no hand in creating on the Russia hoax? That kind of integrity, camel toe? So they get a result that they like, namely that Joe isn't going to be prosecuted for the actual crimes that he committed. He committed felonies. These aren't little contretemps. These aren't, this isn't political bickering. Joe Biden is a felon. He committed multiple felonies with knowledge of forethought. He was compost mentos when he committed the felonies. He was a senator when he took those papers without legal right. He was a vice president when he took those papers without legal right. This is years before his mental decline got him to the point where we all know that he is today just edging out Brussels sprouts as America's least favorite vegetable. And they're going to do the same thing with Hunter. Oh, you know, yes, Hunter committed felonies. Yes, it was a felony when he said he didn't use drugs and he applied for a gun. And yes, it was a felony. Well, they still won't, they still won't connect him to the, the eight ball that they found at the White House last summer. But all the felonies that he committed with China and, oh, you know, yes, crimes were committed, but Hunter's, we can't prosecute Hunter because he's not legally responsible because he was so high at the time he committed those crimes. Well, I'm sorry, in the law, that doesn't work. That is a non-starter. That will not wash. You cannot say, didn't mean to hit the guy. I was just so drunk. I couldn't control my vehicle. No, that's vehicular homicide. You chose to get drunk. So Hunter can't rely on the fact that he was too high to really know what he was doing with China and Burisma and all the rest, even though he wasn't high the entire time. He knew exactly what he was doing. Case in point, the network of LLC shell companies they used in the multiple family members they used to get the money into Biden pockets. Hunter chose to take the drugs. He's legally responsible. So if they think that they're going to be able to pull the same stunt again with Hunter, look, all of this has been a blessing. Stay with me here. All of this has been a blessing. Everybody now knows that Joe is a blithering idiot. And as Sean Farage said today, do not dare go along with the 25th Amendment get him out of office free card. 
No. Democrats have to dance with who brung them. You put Joe Biden in that position, you're going to have to live with him to the bitter end. They're scared. They filed a, the DNC filed a complaint against the PAC, the super PAC that Tony Lyons is heading up for Bobby Kennedy, claiming illegal coordination with the campaign. You see, the deal with the PACs is you can't have any coordination with the campaign. You can run your issue ads. You can run all your negative opponent ads. You can do all your activities, but you cannot coordinate with the campaign. And the DNC argued in their FEC complaint that because gathering signatures to get on primary ballots necessarily involves the campaign, that's an illegal coordination. And the campaign said no. We post our we post our signature gathering pages. Anyone can print them out, and we'll take signatures from anyone. Oh, and by the way, we haven't received any from that pack yet. But uh, even if we do, we're entitled to because there's complete transparency. The pack we're not coordinating with the pack any more than we're coordinating with Sally Jane down in Delaware that wants to collect signatures for us on the weekend. So, but again, the DNC being sleazy, sleaze is their modus operandi. I, I, I truly believe they ought to put the person they really worship up on the ballot. I mean, just, just go full Beelzebub because these people are demonically obsessed. It's just every single thing they do now. This isn't the... The old Democrat Party of of union workers and environmentalists and all these different groups. No, these people are straight out evil. Everything they do is evil. Everything they touch decays. Name me one city run by a Democrat that hasn't gotten worse in the last 50 years. Name me one. All they can do is tear down. They can't build up. No program they've ever implemented has worked. The only reason they have programs is to hire the people that are too incompetent to get a job in the private sector. More captive votes, more captive campaign donations. You want to keep that job, you better kick in. And people are starting to see it, which is why this is a blessing. So let's just keep handing them rope. Don't go along with any push to remove Joe from the ballot because he's incompetent. Make them run Joe Biden. Make them run him against Donald Trump. And Donald Trump very well might get 99.1% of the vote as he did in last night's caucus in Nevada. I'm Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning. Do you have an upcoming community event, rally, march, festival, or fundraiser that could do with some free publicity? TNT wants to promote it for you. Simply visit the What's On Events calendar on the TNT website and submit your event details. And we'll get the word out on today's News Talk TNT. The latest headlines waiting for you. I follow the news pretty much throughout the day. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Speaking of Satan... A satanic group is continuing attempts to overturn abortion bans in pro-life states by filing lawsuits claiming 
that abortion is part of their religion. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Timothy. Now, I wouldn't argue with their point that they're making, but that doesn't make it okay now, does it? Um, but hey, that's we've an said for years that Yeah, we've yep. said for years that abortion is their communion. Mm-hmm. So when they say it, maybe we should pay attention. But anyway, uh, so here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to uh, file these lawsuits in these particular states as an effort to fight back against uh, the abortion bans, whether or not they really care about their religious freedom. I'm, I'm skeptical about that. They're just causing trouble because um, that's what they do. Uh, this is, of course, the Satanic Temple of all of them, uh, TST for short. They are a nonprofit based in Salem, Massachusetts. Yes, that's Salem. Uh, they have filed lawsuits in Missouri, Indiana, Texas, where I'm at, and Idaho. Luckily, so far, these attempts have been unsuccessful, but that has not stopped the headline-grabbing organization from plaintiff shopping for new religious freedom lawsuits to stop abortion bans, at least according to its website. They are actively saying, hey, come help us do this. Uh, the group does not shy away from controversy. Of course not. So that's what they're about. Uh, it made news recently for staging a satanic holiday display featuring a silver goat head atop blood red robes during Christmas at the Iowa Capitol. The Baphomet statue shared space with a Christmas display until it was suddenly decapitated. That uh, we had Michael Cassidy to thank for that. That he is a former U.S. Navy fighter pilot who ran for office in Mississippi. He took credit for the satanic decapitation. Um, the Christian conservative, he managed to raise $120,000 as of early February for legal fees after being charged with criminal mischief. Well, sadly, an update on that is that recently prosecutors have announced they are now charging Michael Cassidy with a felony hate crime. Yes, indeed. Uh, TST, uh, the satanic temple, they created an abortion ritual that they claimed uh, will exempt women from their state's laws. The ritual, along with TST's new abortion clinic in New Mexico, where I used to live, uh, was featured in November's Cosmopolitan magazine. That's right. Uh, proponents of abortion feel a woman should have control over her body and abortion should be a choice. Pro-life groups contend that life starts at conception and that the developing child has the right to life. The temple, uh, the Satanic Temple, named their clinic out there in uh, New Mexico. Uh, they named it Samuel Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic, which was making a mockery of the U.S. Supreme Court justice who wrote the majority opinion in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization that overturned Roe v. Wade. The abortion ritual, supposedly, involves the recitation of two of the group's tenets and reinforces the idea of bodily autonomy. <clears throat> According to their website, quote, the satanic abortion ritual is a destruction ritual that serves as a protective right. It's right with R-I-T-E, not the other kind of right. Quote, its purpose is to cast off notions of guilt, shame, and mental discomfort that a patient may be experiencing due to choosing to have a legal and medically safe abortion, end quote. The group's website states that it relies on several legal arguments, uh, such as the that denying members access to abortion infringes on their religious right to participate in a satanic abortion ritual, that forcing someone to carry an unwanted child amounts to seizing a woman's uterus without compensation 
ridiculous, and that forced pregnancy is akin to servitude, which would be in violation of the 13th Amendment, which abolishes slavery. Bunch of ridiculous crap like that. Luckily, a bunch of legal experts are running around Timothy pointing out that all of this, uh, these legal strategies are shaky. I would agree, um, and I think that we're going to keep seeing it fail. But as soon as one of these succeeds, then we're going to have uh, a problem on our hands. Timothy, what do you think? Well, again, I think this is a blessing, right? We've gotten them to admit that abortion is their sacrament. And anyone that would want to take advantage of this quote-unquote loophole that they think that they found, even though they haven't, has to admit that they worship Satan. And more importantly, it highlights by, again, what is the devil's goal? Why did Why was he cast out of heaven? Because he tried to gain equality with God. And you know, that's not going to work. And so now he's trying to get us through transhumanism, through genetic manipulation, through um, you know, chips and brains and and virtual living forever by downloading your consciousness to a, a hard drive and all these things geared toward seeking immortality. Uh, they're trying to equate humanity with God, and that just doesn't wash. You see, this whole bodily integrity and bodily control argument fails morally because our bodies do not belong to us. And that's a radical concept for people, but it's true. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. We've been made in the image and likeness of our Lord. They belong to him. That's why we're supposed to use our bodies to his glory. That's why it's great when athletes like Tim Tebow would take a knee after a touchdown or point to heaven, or athletes will make the sign of the cross, and the left goes insane. It's okay for Colin Kaepernick to take a knee to disrespect the American flag and the national anthem, but for Tim Tebow or other athletes to take a knee in praise and thanksgiving, Oh, that's not permitted. Not permitted. So this whole notion of bodily integrity fails morally on that point alone. Now, scientifically, the infant life is not the mother's body. It may be within the mother's body, may be dependent on the mother's body, but it is morphologically, genetically, and biologically distinct. That's why we have RH incompatibility syndrome. If a woman has a baby and there's bleeding and there's there's transfer of blood between an RH positive mother and RH negative baby, if the next baby is incompatible with the mother, there's a danger that the mother's body will reject the second pregnancy because of that RH incompatibility, which just proves that they're distinct lives, they're distinct beings. And as distinct beings, we have to speak for the unborn that can't speak for themselves. Amen to all that, Timothy. It's quite disgusting the way they portray this. They want in that scenario you just outlined, which is proof that the, you know, the woman is, you know, providing sustenance life to a life, a baby. They also say, oh, well, that's more like a parasite. I'm like, well, okay. 
fine, you're still admitting that it's a life, aren't you? Because in order for the quote unquote parasite to stay alive, it needs to do what it's doing. So there goes that argument. It's a bunch of ridiculous nonsense and it is all quite satanic on its face. And it's just telling that 2024, here we are, and they're just coming right out and saying it. Hey, look, hey, not only are we saying it, this is how you can get around the law. So we're going to violate, we're going to break the law. We're going to break God's law. It sounds like fun, doesn't it, Timothy? Chaos. And isn't, isn't it curious, Adam, how someone can be caught on video decapitating a statue of Our Lady or cutting off her hands or somehow otherwise defiling a statue of Our Lady, a statue of Jesus, and police seem to be baffled. They can't find the miscreant. Motive remains unknown. But if you put bacon, if you put a strip of bacon on the door handle of a mosque, or you knock the block off of a homemade Baphomet, you're doing hard time, pal. Well, what we need to do as a society is get rid of the entire concept of hate crime. Hate crime legislation has been the most pernicious legislation of the last 50 years. Every violent crime is a hate crime. There's no such thing as a loving, caring, friendly rape, murder, or battery. So let's get rid you know, it, it, hate crime goes to the state of mind of the perpetrator, which is by definition nebulous and arbitrary. We got to get rid of all the hate crime legislation. Stick to the laws that are on the books that can be enforced. Rape, murder, aggravated battery. Those are plenty hateful. We don't need to go for super penalties for someone based on the victim's skin color, who they decide to sleep with what their hair color is, equal justice under law, Adam. No special victim status. I'd vote for that for sure, Timothy. Thanks for another great week of stories here on today's News Talk, TNT. TNT's Darren Denslow. Yeah, I'm talking about the illness. Actually, that has done, has been doing the rhymes. Not have we only seen a, uh, a mass influx of people waving their COVID tests online. Look, I got a red line. It's like, oh my God, people are testing. Or people, you know, trying to encourage others to wear their masks. Um, but there has been a talk of a dry cough. There have been doctors coming out saying we've seen loads of cases of that. Uh, have you been suffering from, you know, a bit of cough and flu or cold or COVID? Well, Darren, I, COVID. I, I just, I just did my eighth test, oh, and okay. um, I, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get lines and lines. Why? Well, because work's coming back up, isn't it? Digging deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk. TNT. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. Thelightpaper.co.uk So many people who had no history of heart illnesses have got it now, or blood clotting after the COVID-19 vaccination. Punish those who hurt people with COVID madness. Lighting the fuse for freedom. TNT Radio. Chuck Kordak is a very successful serial entrepreneur, primarily in the computer software and services industry. He was Shark Tank before Shark Tank. 
an alumnus of Ohio State University, where he was Navy ROTC. He's currently working on a master's degree. Chuck is a staunch conservative from a military family and is committed to giving back to our military and first responders with DeploymentCigars.com. He's been active in the Ohio GOP for decades, and his educational initiative, Right of Center USA, focuses on training our current and future leaders. I'd like to welcome back to The Reckoning for his bi-monthly flyover state report, my friend and business partner, Chuck Kordak. Jimbo, it's an absolute honor to be with you, especially in the weather that we brought back from uh, Miami, Florida when we were there not last Not happy, week. so not happy. I get back, everything's green. I wanted to go skiing. Yeah, really not happy about this. This has been the year without a winter. I'm keeping my tan, Timbo. You know, there looks you really go. good. You know, so Timbo, the Flyover State Report, we talked earlier about maybe starting off with a general overview of the well, Flyover yeah. State that's currently going on. <laughs> Before we get to that, I'm I'm still really bothered by the two conversations we had with two different Uber drivers last last weekend. And, and these Timbo, guys, go ahead. Well, go ahead. You know, and that's part of what we wanted to do in a flyover. You know, we talked to these guys about you know, free is not free, Timbo. You know, I met Mill Friedman. He said no such thing as a free lunch. Exactly. And we're both talking to both of them. They both said the same thing. Yeah, let, let me give context so people know what we're talking about. We we got an Uber. Guy's driving a $120,000 BMW electric vehicle. It was SUV. At crossover, whatever those non-BMW BMWs are called. And he kept going on about how he gets two years of free electricity. Like, there's no such thing as free. And then the next day, we had another guy. He was only driving an $80,000 EV. And he he said the same thing. Yeah, it's it, it's expensive, but not really when you think about it, because I get two, two years of free electricity. It's like, there's no such thing. And I said to him, I said, there's no such thing as free, pal. And it wasn't registering with him. And he goes, yeah, but I get it free for two years. Chuck, what's wrong with this picture? They, just, they, don't, they don't get it, Timbo. It's just... Unbelievable. I mean, there, there's no critical thinking taught in our schools anymore. You know, um, I was, you and I just looked at each, kind of like the way we looked at each other in mass that one day. We just kind of yeah. looked at each other going, is this, is this really what this guy is saying? There's like no common sense whatsoever. You know, it, it, granted, their vehicles were absolutely beautiful, Timbo. All oh, the gas, all yeah. the toys and everything like that. You know, but with all that comes nothing but problems. You know, they're maintenance nightmares. And they're basically going to be on a junk heap a couple of years from now because you're not going to be able to repair them. But, you know, they still have to go someplace, plug that vehicle in. And if you're lucky, it charges in 35 minutes. Right. And here's the thing. Miami is a much better location for them than Boston. Okay. Because batteries don't work well in the cold. So four months a year. You're not going to have very much range, but Miami, you don't have potholes, nice driving conditions most of the year. But whereas up north, you have problems with batteries in the winter. Chuck, down south in Miami, these things are in grave danger of catching on fire, and they have quite frequently in June, July, August, and September. You know, with the heat, because people don't understand that that battery, unlike a... Um you know, normal, you know, engine, it shuts off, it's cold, it's done. You know, these, the batteries are actually constantly moving. They're constantly. still alive, 
constantly, constantly moving. You know, and then 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 he add to it. You know, he talks about a free ride. There's no free ride. States squeeze money out of the EV owners to replace lost gas tax revenue tempo. So where 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 are the offset costs for any of this common sense that these people are doing? I mean, it's the cool golf cart to be driving around the city in. You know, it is. Look, I loved those cars. They were really cool. They'd be fun to own as a toy. I, let's put it this way: I can't fit into a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. I'd love to drive one of those Tesla sports cars or a BMW or something like that, one of those neat cars, and it'd be fun to drive. It'd be a fun toy, but it makes no economic sense whatever. Neither does a, a Tesla or a, neither does a, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. So it, these are toys, and yet the Democrats want that to be the main mode of transportation in just six years. It's absolute lunacy. Well, it rules for thee, not for me. And there also, you, uh, you, you look at it, we, we are now the serfs. You know, they're riding in their horses and their chariots, and we're back, you know, on the sidelines watching them go through, you know, their flashy vehicles. You know, Henry Ford invented the Model T, Timbo. Yeah, to democratize transportation, make it available for the workaday man and woman. Yep. Go for that Sunday drive. Yeah. So, uh, Timbo, the next one was the uh, the squatters are taking over homes all over the nation at an industrial scale and turning them into dens of crime. We saw that yeah. what happened out in California with the yeah. guy who committed fraud out there to the insurance company, and these guys just move right in. You know, these squatters are just taking over, and you can't, you know, throw them out. You can't call the cops. Well, they and here's get- the problem. In New York State, a friend of mine used to take a condo down in Florida. For three months he'd go down to florida for three months of the year well if he came back and there was a a squatter in the house most likely a migrant family even though there aren't any migrants they're just illegal aliens if they were there you can't kick them out the police will not remove them even though they've broken and entered into your premises and you can't you in new york state you can't turn off the utilities on them and if they've been there more than 30 days and can prove that they've been there more than 30 days, you have to go through the entire tenant eviction process because in New York state law, they're deemed to be tenants. This is not good. And a lot of people need to wake up about the fact that their government hates them. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. TNT Radio News. Huge news. 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 <laughs> For TNT, this is James O'Neill. President Joe Biden has strongly contested claims of his inability to recall critical events following a Justice Department report characterizing him as an elderly man with a poor memory. Russian President Vladimir Putin told Tucker Carlson that the United States definitely had the motive and capability to execute the Nord Stream gas pipeline explosion in the Baltic Sea. Vice President Kamala Harris tore into Special Counsel Robert Hur on Friday for questioning President Biden's mental fitness in a stunning report on his handling classified records. Don't miss a thing. Be sure to download the TNT radio app from either the Apple App Store or Google Play so you can easily listen live to us anywhere, anytime. Available right now to download. Keeping you up to speed on TNT radio. OH. I.O. Timbo. What's going on out in Ohio? You know, the great state of Ohio. Here's a great conversation I had uh, via text with Senator Mark Rowanchuk. I sent him that article that he sent me. Ohio Children's Museum cancels queer prom, Timbo, after flyer with vulgar drag performers' names go viral. 
And in all places, Mansfield, Ohio, between city of between Cleveland and Columbus, Ohio. It's the yeah. first, you know, big city between the two. And there was a lot of manufacturing base back in the day. You know, if you ever go to go to the bathroom and use the urinal or the uh, commode, it says Mansfield on it. That's where they were manuf- manufactured. That's what they were known for up there, plus the GM plant. But it's all been decimated up there with uh, with with uh, everything that they moved as far as moving plants down to Mexico and out to China. But they actually uh, they actually had this this prom coming up, and they were advertising. They were boastful about it, Timbo, that this craziness was going into the heartland of the flyover state. Yeah, these people, as I said in my opening, they can't build up, they can't better society. All they can do is tear down, all they can do is destroy, all they can do is decay. They truly are satanic. In fact, we had the satanic temple admit that you know abortion is their sacrament, just as we've been saying for 50 years. These people are evil, and we need to get them out of public office. You know, Tim, when I live, I always tell everybody I live behind enemy lines in Columbus, Ohio, and I live in the neighborhood of misfit women, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of them, you know, lesbians are actually good friends of mine. They're very nice. And they tell me all the time, these people have a mental illness, Timbo. Yeah. There's and- no question about it. And you can, you can tell just by talking to them. And I'm starting to think that it's not mental illness so much as it is truly demonic oppression. I think these people, because they absolutely believe things that a rational mind knows not to be true. Like they believe that the energy, the the electricity for their vehicle is free for two years. They think, I guess they think it just magically comes out of the air. And they don't think about the fact that all the materials in their vehicle, the cobalt was mined by barefoot African children, knee deep in mud, getting the cobalt ore. And they don't think about the fact that uh, most of the electricity comes from coal fire plants because <laughs> solar panels and, and wind farms produce almost nothing. And uh, they're just delusional. They believe things that no sane mind could possibly believe. You know, Timbo, we talked about you know, blood batteries, now it's blood diamonds. Um, they really truly are delusional on their thinking on trying to, that they, it's this dreamland they live in. Yeah. And they live absolutely in a bubble. As soon as you well, leave my neighborhood, you know, people become more normal. Yeah, you know, Donald Trump is a threat to b- democracy. Meanwhile, they're literally destroying the Constitution, trying to keep him off the ballot, trying to keep Bobby Kennedy off the ballot. These people are the most anti-democracy people that have walked the planet, and yet they put out that they're defending democracy. Everything is is upside down and backwards, right? Left is right, right is wrong. It, it's Inside just out. ridiculous with these people, yeah. So, Tim, another thing going on in, in Ohio, something that we're pretty active in, is the Buckeye Lake mayor wants the recall election canceled. And John Gonzalez has been doing a hell of a job stepping up to the plate. And I don't think any of those people at Buckeye Lake really realized that she was going to fight for her position. Because oh, yeah. the city council, they, they don't care about the people. They only care about themselves. And you're seeing this all over the United States, even down to the uh, the village level and down to uh, central committee level and, you know, you know, state committee levels. These people don't care about anything except themselves, Timbo, and their power. 
And Jareen's been doing an amazing job for Buckeye Lake. We've got new sidewalks and, and street lamps for so children can walk safely to the library. She helped save the library. She opened a, a summer lunch program for children uh, because there's a lot of uh, low-income people in Buckeye Lake, even though it's a beautiful lakeside kind of second home com uh, community for a lot of people. A lot of the people that live there are low income and she's doing right by them. You've got a corrupt village solicitor who's in hot water in another town where he's the village solicitor. He's in hot water is the special counsel that was appointed by the attorney general in Columbus. This is a sleazy, unethical guy. He's been reported multiple times. He has multiple complaints against him at the Supreme Court which regulates members of the bar. So bar discipline is in the offing for this scumbag. But he's gotten in the ear of the village council president and her lackey, and they're trying to undermine uh, Jereen Peterson, who's been doing an amazing job and who has incredible plans for the village of Buc Buckeye Lake. She's figured out a way to both lower property taxes and increase services. But it's not going to happen if they recall her on the 27th that's it's a big you know in my opinion big real estate land grab what's going oh, yeah. on out there because because intel's moving in i mean just north of i-70 there and she has some great plans and she really has done a great job and great service for the people timbo that's well, Chuck, this is just another there. election like sarah huckabee sanders said this is yet another election where the choice is between normal and crazy really is timbo um, Timbo over in Utah, when they had the uh, the protesters basically at the uh, the Sundance Film Festival, this is Robert Reference Film uh, Film Festival that mm -hmm. he's had for decades there. There was a really a great reporter that went out there and interviewed all these protesters who were paid to fly in and do this. They couldn't answer any of the geography questions of Israel or Jerusalem or the West Bank, or anything whatsoever. Well, to be fair, neither can the president. He thinks that Mexico borders Gaza. So, you know, come on. Yeah, but you know, major right in their face, right in the film festival, you know, Robert Refford, yeah, it's not a bad little film festival that he does. No, you it's know, always been good, and they've everywhere. had some great movies come out of there, and some great talents have been developed by, by showing at Sundance and gaining recognition in Sundance. We've gotten a lot of great directors out of that. He's done a he's done a good job out there, Robert Redford. I might not agree with him politically, but as an actor and a producer and an artist, I, I think he's phenomenal. Uh, it's no different than the surveys they've done on campus. They ask these college students, even at places like Harvard and Yale and Berkeley, you know what socialism is, and these idiots think it's has to do with social media. They have to oh, you know, it's like being social, like being friendly and going out with friends and. It's just a it's it's a friendly way of governing. They have no idea that socialism is one of the most deadly forms of government in the history of mankind. Until it's too late, you know. And part of the whole problem yeah. is people like uh, we go over to Illinois, you know, formerly the home of Chief Alonowak, you know. With uh, well, before we get there, I just want to tell talk about this great uh, TikTok a friend sent me today. I don't subscribe to TikTok. I don't, talk, don't have a presence on there, but I can watch the videos if someone sends them to me. And it was this big baby Huey soy boy in Ireland. I hate to say it, but you know, the Irish have gone woke. They're, they're killing themselves slowly with this whole Muslim uh, 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 fetish that they have. 
and he's got the kefia, you know, the black and white check houndstooth check scarf, and he's got the Palestinian flag he's using as a scarf. And they said to him, you know, you're literally, he said, well, I'm, what are you, why are you protesting here? Well, I'm protesting Israel bombing the, the homosexuals in, in Gaza. Like, Israel's not doing that. Oh, yes, they are. No, you're literally supporting a regime that throws homosexuals off of tall buildings. And he said, I'm not supporting any regime. He said, well, you're wearing a kefia and the Palestinian flag is a scarf. So yes, you are. And these are the same people, Hamas, that throw homosexuals off a building. So how can you justify that? And it was one of those wah, wah, wah moments because, of course, he had no conception what they were even talking about. These people are out there protesting for something. They're saying things like from the river to the sea without realizing what that entails. They're literally... Uh, you know, running with the devil, that ought to be the theme song for these people, that great old Van Halen tune. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. I really don't understand how this trial between Michael Mann and Mark Stein is continuing. And I don't know if Dr. Mann wanted to put his hockey stick on trial. There are so many holes in his argument. It is hard to believe. I don't even understand how people could have let that out without questioning it. And I've talked about this before. One of the biggest problems I have is he won't let anyone look at his data, at least no one that is skeptical of his data. And that should raise red flags. And I've talked about this many, many times. You can go and look at what the global temperature does. When it's warm in the eastern and central part of the United States and warm across Europe, usually the global temperature is elevated. Now, when it's cold in those areas, believe it or not, the global temperature is actually colder. The problem with this whole hockey stick and the recreation of temperatures from pine cones is the areas he looks at and draws his ideas from are usually cold when the earth is warm. So he would not be able to detect that. He would not know that because he's not a meteorologist. If he was a meteorologist, would he know it? Of course he'd know it because we talk about this all the time. They're called teleconnections. So if I were in there talking about this, I'd be asking, where is your meteorology background and are you aware of this going on? But in any case, this whole hockey stick idea of temperature recreation looks to be more of a hokey stick to a lot of us out there and the first red flag is you wouldn't let anyone look at your data this is tnt climate and weather watchdog meteorologist joe bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather it's the only weather you've got even the thought of dementia can feel scary it's why we put off getting help even though we've noticed changes in our thinking or memory but an early diagnosis can change everything giving you medical help and a support system around you to help you live better. Start with Dementia Australia's online checklist. Because the sooner you know, the more you can do. The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. TNT. Chuck, I can't think but that Chief Illiniwak is laughing up his sleeve at Juicy Smollier's desperate attempt to avoid accountability for the hoax he perpetrated. I mean, Tim, you and I both saw this article come up. You know, what the crazy thing is, it's going to go to the Illinois Supreme Court, Timbo. I'm still surprised that uh, Mr. Hyatt, you know, Pritzker didn't pardon him already. Right. But I guess that's, yeah. yeah, it's kind of, kind of odd. I said, 
been waiting for that one to show up that he would actually pardon the guy, you know, for what he did. But, you know, he wants to turn to the Illinois Supreme Court, you know, in an effort to avoid the accountability for his actions, you know, saying that there was a MAGA, you know, uh, middle of the night MAGA supporters in the middle of a uh, blizzard going to Subway yeah. at 2 o'clock in the morning like he was. You know, Dave Chappelle did the best comedy bit on it. And when you've got Dave Chappelle ripping on you, brother, just give it up. Just take your lumps and go home. Well, he's trying to make himself relevant by, you know, being in the news, you know, making sure he's coming up in the feeds, Tim. That's the only reason why he's doing that. You know, he, he's going to get a Netflix special to get him some more money. That's the way this works. It's a big pool of money. It's a big club, and we're not in it, as George Carlin said 30 years ago. And he's absolutely right. That's what these people do. It's just like... It's just like the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University, right? If a politician, Democrat politician, loses a big race, like every failed Democrat presidential candidate immediately becomes a teaching fellow at the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard. And it's like, wait, wouldn't, wouldn't you want people that have actually won to be teaching you about government? Yeah, what a great gig, Timbo. Oh, it's a, yeah. it's a fantastic gig. You know, show up once in a while, you'll say a few words and get paid to do nothing. Yeah. Fantastic. You get an office you know, space, you get you get staff, you get people to write your books for you. Bill Clinton still have his office up in Harlem. Oh yeah, I believe he does. Yeah. Should have stopped yeah, up there. Presidential office. At it, you know? I thought all these people get out. Kasich's got an office over at, you know, at uh, Otterbein University. You know, they I was actually in Richard Nixon's office down in the um, uh, federal office building down in Foley Square in lower Manhattan. And that was kind of neat because he always, he had the, you know, the red Irish setter dog on his uh, on his desk that Pat had given him back when they were newlyweds. He, he had that on every desk he had. And it, it was kind of cool. I couldn't bring myself to sit in his chair though. I had too much respect for, for the office of the presidency to, to sit in his chair, but um, I gotta say, if, if if I had a chance to go to Joe Biden's, I I might uh, I might do more than sit in the chair. Be pretty cool, Timbo. Yeah, actually sit there. You know that, but that was back when uh, I lived in uh, New Jersey when Richard Nixon was a neighbor of mine in Saddlebrook, just north of me. Yep. yep. The little, you know, very interesting. Yeah, but, it was uh, up for Saddle River. Um, another thing going on in Illinois: leak report shows Chicago sh shop spotter gun hearing system cost over 200k per arrest Timbo. and you know that technology came from the iraq afghanistan wars yes. and you and i were talking earlier you know is a is a life being taken worth two hundred thousand dollars to be prosecuted it wouldn't you know? be if they were prosecuting people but here's the thing this is just a boondoggle to make somebody's brother-in-law rich and then you get the kickback right that's all that's going on here they're not interested in solving the crime problem in Chicago because if they were, it could be solved in a weekend. They know who's doing all the shooting. They know where all the shootings are happening and they know why all the shootings are happening and they're not doing a thing about it. And the people I feel sorry for are the good residents on the South and West sides of Chicago that are living under these reigns of terror and the police will do nothing. Because I hate to say it, when you when your city's on Democrat for decades, it's just a shell of a city. In fact, 
I think, and I hate this because we have civilization because of cities, right? So everybody subsistence farms, everybody's working and scrambling just to feed themselves and their families. And then we invent agriculture and now we're producing a little excess food so we can put some aside and so we don't have to work as hard to feed ourselves. We've got time to, you know, make some other crafts and things to, to barter with. And then, then you aggregate in the cities and you've got some people that are responsible for making the food, which frees up other people to become artists and authors and craftsmen and, and other things. And that's how civilization developed. And that's what happens in our cities. Our cities are great engines of creativity. You know, sure, you've got a, an, a writer that lives out as a recluse and he writes his books, but, but the publishing houses are in the city and all the, all the activity, all the theaters are in the city. All the stock trading used to be all in, in Wall Street, but COVID taught these people that because everything is digital, they can be anywhere in the world and, and cities might go the way of the dodo. They're becoming so unlivable because they've got all this all this real estate, all these big buildings you see in New York, they're two thirds empty or more because people don't buy the condos to live in, they buy them as investments. It's foreign money. Okay, I'll take three of those, I'll take three of those apartments. And they just carry it as a real estate investment. They don't rent it out because they don't want any you know diminution in value. So you're ending up with these huge towers that are empty, which deprives the, the city of some lifeblood. And with all the crime and everything else going on, a lot of people are just saying, you know what? It's not worth it. I think by 2100, cities will be in danger of, of going the way of the dodo. Well, when I was up in Rockefeller Center last summer, Timo, when I went up there, we did the Smoke on the Hudson deal, went over to St. Patrick's Cathedral, you know, and looked up in the Rockefeller Center where, you know, that's prime real estate, the offices would be yeah. full, no lights on at all during the middle of the day. No one's up there at all, Timo. But we yeah. also saw a lot of Miami people buying, you know, condos and apartments and, you know, houses down there. No one's living in them. Right. And I see yep. it in Columbus, Ohio. I see it in Cleveland, all these big cities. You know, there was that study, we were going to talk about it maybe next week, about uh, Chicago University of Chicago. Sorry. It was um, Illinois State Chicago that did a study saying that, uh, you know, these major cities, half of them are going to be ghost towns, Timbos, you know, yeah. in the next 75 years. Well, you know, we won't look be at, around, but. Look at Batman, right? Look at how Gotham is in the Batman movies and run by criminals. And unfortunately, these cities today are run by criminals. These Democrats that have been in power for decades, half of these people are criminals. Mayor of Houston's a criminal. Well, you a lot pop of down to, are criminals. Well, you pop down the Democrat mayor snaps at officials for attacking a black woman in power when questioned about her spending in yeah. a suburb of Chicago, Illinois. You know, and this isn't, there's a racial component to this because she's black and she's criticizing the people in her town who are also mostly black. This is a black suburb immediately south of Chicago. So think of south side of Chicago and they move across the city line, the county line into a suburb. 
and and she's she's got this. It, it's not about her being black. It's about her having this arrogant, entitled attitude because we see it with the Asian mayor of Boston. We see it with white mayors and these people at the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. And we see it in England. We see it all over. It's this entitled mentality of shut up, surf. I'm in power. I'm entitled to do whatever the hell I want to do. This woman has been using the uh, town credit card for limos, beauty treatments, uh, running up, living a lavish lifestyle. And the citizens are like, wait, what are you doing with our tax dollars? She's offered a $2 million giveaway for Black History Month this February. And it turns out it's coming from the general fund. And people are like, wait a second. That's to provide the villa, the town with services. What are you doing offering that as a giveaway for Black History Month? But there she is, entitled and the audacity of it. How dare you challenge a black woman in power? It's like, whoa. She's bribing everybody with that $2 million to have a little reelector. Yeah, just yeah, but the thing the is, away. her black neighbors aren't having it. And she's upset that the black men are criticizing her. And, you know, I'm a black woman in power. You shouldn't be criticizing me because, you know, for whatever reason. And it's got to end. These, this entitlement mentality has to end. And where it starts, Chuck, is at the universities. These people get in on their based on their intersectionalities, not their intelligences. They get in because of they check the correct sequence of boxes and the correct combination of boxes. They do not belong in elite universities. And moreover, the universities shouldn't have classes that they're having. Do you know that Harvard University has a class on Taylor Swift songs for credit? In the English department, you can take a class based on Taylor Swift songs at Harvard. And Latin honors mean nothing at Harvard. For you know, the last 30 years, there's been a problem with more than 50%. At one point, 70% of students, seniors, were being graduated with Latin honors, meaning cum laude, magna cum laude, and summa cum laude. 70%. That's not what Latin honors is. Latin honors should be your top 10%. Summa is top 1%, magna is top 5 cum laude is top 10%. That's the way it's supposed to be, but not at these elite universities. And you have yep. to wonder with Elena Sotomayor coming out with Latin honors from Princeton. Well, that's not a credit to her. That's a that's a, a black mark against pr Princeton because she's not competent. Yeah, I know that uh, a couple of our children actually graduated summa cum laude. You know, they they're part of the commencement speech. You know, Andy, it is master's degree out in California. You know, they yeah, were, but at they, their schools, it real, wasn't 70 percent. Yeah, right. he got a real degree. Got a real and degree. It wasn't 70% of the, uh, the, you know, that got Latin honors. Right. But then, of course, at the Ohio State University, they, they do have the history of rock and roll, Timbo, as a class. Which, yeah, I mean, come on. Come <laughs> on. What they need to do, what they need to do is offer a right of center USA internship for credit because there the students would actually learn something practical. You want to talk about a school of government? We absolutely should be given interns school credit. And how things really work behind the scenes. Right. You know, and none of this uh, fake internships, I always call it down in Ohio State, are all candied up. 
you know, really do something and get get your hands dirty, roll your sleeves up, you know, type of internship. But it's also fun though, too, Timbo, with these guys. Well, sure it is. You know, you you get a couple pizzas, you go out knocking doors on a Saturday, or, or doing some polling at a Trump event, or or out at a shopping mall, or or you know, throughout the year doing learning how to run a polling operation, learning mm-hmm. how to run a canvassing operation. You throw them a a couple pizzas and a six pack of Cokes and, and it's a good time. Yeah. You know, they actually have better social networking skills when they work with us because they tell them, turn the damn phone off, put it in your pocket, you know, go shake somebody, you know, with a firm handshake, look at them in their eyes and get eye contact with them and talk to them. Be articulate, you know, be yeah, and know how to chat up a stranger. Right. Exactly. Yes. You know, and uh, our interns after an event, they got to take home all the leftover food and all the uh, all the uh, leftover uh, soda and other uh, uh, whatever they had for uh, drinks during the event. They could take home with them as long as they were twenty one, though. Timbo, got to make sure you put that in there. Well, of course, naturally, the others get yeah. the soft drinks. But we're all about histories, even at deploymentcigars.com. In fact, we're having a one another virtual tasting cigar and bourbon tasting. Uh, on President's Day, and Monday's the last day to order to participate in that, isn't it? Kits are going yes, out next true. week. Yeah, kits are going out next week. It's virtual. It's President's Day, and we actually have presidential bourbons. You know, yeah. uh, you know the Lincoln bourbon. Um, we're also going to have uh, Jefferson, and uh, we are going to sneak in Old Crow, which was uh, General Grant's uh, bourbon. That's going to be part of that. Uh, as part of the four selections of the bourbon and three cigars. And actually, we've got two great people hosting it. Timbo, we have you, and we have David Webb from SiriusXM Radio. That's right. And we're going to have some politicians there. I know Senate, Ohio State Senator George Lang is going to be there. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that he signed up. That was uh, absolutely incredible. Invited Warren Davison, also Mark Romanchuk, you know, Bernie Marino to stop in, you know, because he's out there campaigning you know, to uh, be the next senator for the great state of Ohio. We really need Bernie. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, your secretary of state there, Frank LaRose, needs to needs to keep his eyes on his job and make sure we have a safe and secure election this November in Ohio. Yeah, he, like I said, he would make a great governor, Timbo. Oh, fan- you know, Frank would be a fantastic yeah, governor. Absolutely fantastic. Although, I got to say, you know, with... With DeWine as the benchmark, I think anybody'd be a great governor. <laughs> because of DeWine, we got Sherrod Brown. You know, that's exactly so correct. The next that's exactly correct. After this one, you know. All right. Um, Thanks for another great flyover state report. If you are interested in joining us virtually in the United States, February nineteenth. Seven o'clock, we're going to have our virtual deployment. We all get together on a Zoom call. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people do a tailgate beforehand and groups of people that join us. Monday is the last day to order your kits. Go to deploymentcigars.com and look for the presidential virtual deployment. That's it for tonight's Reckoning on today's News Talk TNT. Stay tuned for the Havorier Mord Show. I'm Timothy Shea. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.